Hey mamas, welcome back to the podcast for you mamas, for you mompreneurs out there. This is the Mompreneurs Made Fulfilled podcast and this podcast was really created for the mission of helping you mamas start and run your business alongside a God-centered marriage and motherhood. And I am quite excited for this episode because this is, I think, my very first episode that's purely about business. What's even more exciting is that this will be the first part of the series wherein we will tackle no capital needed business ideas or minimal capital needed business ideas that's specifically designed for moms. And this first part, we will be tackling on how to turn your hobbies or your passion into your very own paying home-based business. I will also be sharing with you my four steps process, which I have already shared with some of the moms who have joined the Global Big Latch on, but this one, this will be more specific and I will also be sharing with you my personal experiences and also some of my students' personal experiences and some of my mompreneur friends as well. So let's get started, mamas. See you in a few. Welcome to the Mompreneur Made Fulfilled podcast where you will learn how to build a thriving business alongside a God-centered marriage and motherhood. I'm Dr. Jack Bacaltos, child of God, wife and awesome surgeon, mom to two boys, pediatrician turned full-day mom turned mompreneur. I believe that God placed where you are for a reason. And if that is being a mom, then bless you, you have a big purpose. But what if you're a mom yet you also hold dreams in your heart, say building a business perhaps? Yes, God placed those dreams in your heart too. In this podcast, you will be empowered and be equipped with business skills, mindset shifts, and faith stories to help you grow your business while being intentional in marriage and motherhood. So if you're ready to truly have a faith-filled and fulfilled mompreneur life, then grab a cup of coffee or tea or just prop your feet up for a while and, uh-oh, here's my little boy, Kael. Hello, I'm Kael. I help my mom to get inspired, chase big dreams, and something's near. Listen to mommy's podcast and enjoy the show. <laughs> what he said. There you go. Let's dive in. So, mamas, questions first before we dive in. Have you ever thought about starting a business of your own while you're at home taking care of your kids, watching over them, you know, being a mom, but also with goals? Or have you ever thought about a business from your own passion or from your own hobbies, something that you love doing? Have you ever thought about making your hobbies into a business or how do you actually monetize or how do you turn it into a paying business have you ever thought of that or maybe you already have those ideas but you're thinking maybe it's not possible because you're a mom and your schedule is already so full and you're already doing so many things or maybe you're thinking maybe some other people are already doing it or will people really buy from you or do you play with different ideas but then you struggle to find one that could actually make you a living or a paying business or a paying side hustle for that matter. Have you ever had those questions in your mind? Say I if you have. <laughs> oh, mamas, yes. How do I know that you are also asking yourself those? Because those were also my very own questions when I was just starting to 
I remember feeling so confused as to what exactly should my business be? Where should I start? How should I do it? I mean, I know already after reading that book. Oh, if you have listened to the episode one of my podcast, I was telling there about my story. If you happen to remember the name of the title of that book, do message me in Facebook or in Instagram. If you got it right, I will be giving out free coffee for you. I'll be sending free coffee for you because, well, I love coffee and I would love for you to enjoy coffee as well while you're listening to podcasts or to any podcasts. So like I said, after reading that book, I knew already that I wanted to go into business, but and I was having such a dilemma about what exactly should I start. It was quite challenging because I was a stay-at-home mom with a six-month-old, with no yaya, with no business experience, with no business background, with my family not being business people also, and no defined passion even. And I'm not even artsy crafty, if you know what I mean. So it was really challenging. But then it can be done. So if you are in the same situation as me, mamas, I'll be the first to tell you that yes, you can still do it. So hang in there, stick around some more. So I really wanted to bring you back to how I started. And this is the purpose of this particular episode. I mean, imagine if I could give you like an initial roadmap of how it works. So it could save you months. It could even save you years. I didn't have any framework when I started, so figuring out what to do next or how to do it was all by trial and error and out of gut feel and out of that desperation that I really wanted to start. So it's those it is for those reasons that I wanted to give you this episode. So again, just I just wanna tell you, maybe from time to time you will again hear my baby in the background because he is again playing in the other room. And that's it's pretty much the only time I can I can record, you know, being the mompreneur that we are, we squeeze in, we have to make do with, with whatever time that we can. So for me, I do one or two hours in the afternoon and another two to three hours in the evening when they're all asleep and that's all I have. But well, again again, we are moms and we should enjoy that as well. We should enjoy that particular season and it's all about quality over quantity. Those are actually from previous podcast episodes. So if you want to go hear that, basically that's on how to work when your kids keep interrupting you or how do you actually work when you're a mom and you have so many things to do at home. Do check that out, that particular episode. I'll be linking it below so it won't be so much of a hassle for you to look for it. All right, so let's start. So first things first again, what is or what are your passions? what is or are your hobbies you know for some reason i found this hard to define for myself when i was just starting because for so long my mind was so focused on studying and becoming a doctor it looked like you know i knew nothing about anything else and i didn't want anything else for such a long time studying achieving exams going on hospital duties treating sick kids those were all there was to me so when i was placed in a situation that was totally different from the plans that i had i was actually lost as as to what my passions were so when i was first thinking 
and drafting about what business should I start, I actually was lost. I had a hard time defining what my hobbies are, what my passions are. So lucky for you if you can already identify what your hobbies are or what are you most passionate about or what excites you because that's actually the first step in the four-step process which and that is to find your interests, your curiosities, your passions, your gifts, and your hobbies. Say, for example, you're like me who cannot define exactly what your hobbies are or your passions are. Here's a clue for you. Think about your interests. Now, instead, think about your interests and your curiosities. Things that you always research about. Things that excite you. Things that, that you Google a lot about. That is your interest. That is your curiosities. Okay, so okay, so let's start. The first step in the four-step process, like I've said, it is to find out your interests, your hobbies, your curiosities, and your passions and gifts. You can list down as many as you can because during this step, you are really just identifying which one excites you and what light you what lights you up. If this was me before, so I'm, like I said, I'm gonna bring you back to how I started. If this was me before. I would place here mommying, clothes, shopping, pediatrics, babies and kids, starting a business, dancing, fitness, healthy food, and healthy lifestyle because that was also about the time when my son had this severe form of food allergies and we were always on the lookout for vegan and healthy food. And here's another example. She's Mommy Koi. She's one of my Mompreneur Tribe members. She's also one of my Mompreneur Success Course students students and her passions are craft making, singing, mommying, growing mushrooms, crocheting. She has a lot because she's really artsy crafty. Okay, so those are her hobbies and those are her passions. Another example would be Mommy Tara. She's one of my best friends and she's based in Melbourne, Australia. And her passion is really on cooking, healthy lifestyle, and mommying. So let's see how she makes that into a business. So for the duration of this episode, I will be using Mommy Koi, Mommy Tara, my also and some other mompreneurs as well on how they actually did it and how they started. I will be giving as practical examples for you. Okay, so let's continue. The second step in the four-step process is Okay, by this time, you can actually bring out your pen and paper, but if you don't have or if that's not possible for you to write on a pen and paper, at this, as of this time, you can actually just pin this episode or you can write it or type it in your, in your phones and just go back to it later on. I would really love for you to write it down so that when you go back to the, your notes, you can actually draft so many ideas out of your answers to these questions. Especially if you are multi-passionate, if you have more than one passion or more than one hobby, so it would be really nice to look at it again and again and see where you can actually work on or start on a business somewhere there. All right, so the second step in the four-step process is what are the skills you are good at? Okay, skills and passions are different. Now, that's why I separated them because it's not all the time what you are skillful at really something that excites you. So, for example, you may be skillful at being an accountant because that's your job or that's your profession, but that's not really what you're passionate about. Or it could be 
you're very skillful at being an engineer, but then your hobbies are really on baking or in making soaps and scents. And I, I don't know, just giving up an example. But then I'm just here to tell you that skills and passion are different. They can be different, but they can also be the same, such as the case for our example, Mami Koi. Mami Koi, her passion is on singing and vocal coaching, but her skills are also the same, singing and vocal coaching. So I have to also just put this out. For me, sometimes it's not very necessary that you have to have, you have to be really good at something before you can actually start a business. It's not really necessary because for me, skills are learnable. If you really want or if you're really interested in something, say for example, you're really passionate at drawing or you're really passionate at baking, the skills will come in later with repetitive practice. If you repeatedly do do it. Okay, so for me, it's not really skills are not really necessary when you do start your own passion business. Just write it down there. So whatever you have at the moment, whatever skills that you have, you can actually bank on that or it can be an asset to you when you do start the business. But it's not necessary. Okay, so you might say, Doc, I don't have any skills at the moment i don't i'm not really good at this i'm not really good at that that's okay because for me everything is learnable my gosh if you if you only knew me before i never even saw myself speaking in public or doing this podcast even so again mamas when you do start skills are not entirely necessary it's not a must but for me passion is interest is it should be something that excites you all right so the third step in the four step process is now from your passions, your interests, your hobbies and skills, if you do have, think about this question. This is the most important one because this is where all businesses start. And this question is how can you solve one person's problem? Because businesses start with solving another person's problem. So out of your interests, out of your hobbies, out of your passion, think about how can I actually help one person? I know businesses is all about all about numbers, right? Selling to a lot of people, marketing to a lot of people. But for now, if you're still drafting, I want you to think about one person's problem and this is where your niche marketing is comes in and this is also where your ideal customer avatar comes in that's an entirely different episode for you know how do you identify your customer avatar how do you exactly get to know that particular avatar that will be in another episode because it's going to be a longer one let's just skip it for the moment that just think about how can you actually help that one person how can you solve that person's problem now let's go to our example mommy koi mommy koi's passion and hobbies are in singing and her skill is also in vocal coaching and in singing so now how can she actually solve one person's problem she has actually started her online vocal studio and her mission is to help out people who, who uses their voice in singing or in speaking. She wants to help them improve the quality of their voices. And I am actually one of her students. She's helping develop my voice in this podcast. So let me know if I have improved compared to my first episode because that's actually part of my assignment from, from her. 
I'm going to give you another example and this will be on my first major business. Okay, my very first major business is on network marketing about healthy products, okay, promoting and distributing healthy products. Okay, how did I actually arrive at that? Okay, you might say that's not actually your own business, but wait, wait, just hear me out some more, okay? All right, remember that my passions and my curiosities are mommy, clothes, shopping, pediatrics, babies and kids, healthy lifestyle, healthy food, and my skills are on health education, being a doctor, health teachings, and so on. I'm using now the network marketing business as a tool for me to use my passion and my skill to help them know more about healthy living, healthy lifestyle, providing for them the healthy products that they need. That's it. So if you're having a hard time at this moment on how you can actually connect all of that, the first step, the second step, and the third step, do message me, reach out to me. I would be glad to help out. There will be more examples later on. That will be in part two. You will see later that you don't actually have to create entirely your own. No, you can be a distributor. You can be a reseller. That will be on part two, okay? So so watch out for the part two of this episode, okay? All right, so let's just go get back and continue with the fourth step. The fourth and the last step is how will you make it into home-based or online business? Okay, so I know there are a lot of businesses. You can actually put up a traditional business and put up a brick-and-mortar business, but this is specifically designed for moms. And as moms, I'm sure you would want to stay at home with your kids, right? You would want to still be able to watch over them. So the ideas that we're going to draft will be home-based or online. So if we talk about online, how do we make it online or how do we make it home-based? So anything that involves the internet, of course, we can think about ICT or information communication technology. That's where your digital workshops, digital agencies, virtual assistants offering copywriting services, or designing services, or you can ha also have ebooks, just like what Mommy Tara is doing right now. She's also having membership sites from her, you know, healthy living, healthy lifestyle, and healthy cooking. You can also have online courses, just like what me and Mommy Koi is doing. You can even have affiliate marketing, like be an influencer, or you can start a vlog, a, a blog even. You know, I have also a friend, a doctor friend of mine, whose passion is really on Montessori learning and she actually has her own blog and she puts in their worksheets that could help other moms do Montessori at home. You could also think about e-commerce. If you have products, you create your own products, you can sell it online through e-commerce or be a distributor, a reseller and have it or have the drop shipping business or even you can even have network marketing because there are a lot. We will continue more on this in part two because then we will have more examples and I might have to invite you know, some of this, some of the moms that I know who are actually doing this. So watch out for that. So this is all very simple and I'm sure right, you're drafting right now and you're thinking, I know this already. Yes, it is simple. No, this is not even complicated. But the real work is on you, mamas. No, it's really on you deciding and finally, finally starting it. I know that starting your own business is scary and it's risky. It's kind of like jumping in an unfamiliar emotional roller coaster. I know that you also know that anyone can start a business, 
but it's really the growing and the sustaining later on which will be a lot harder right especially when your business faces challenges and falls on hard times which it always does 100% it will you will really go through major challenges and difficult times and this is why and where your passion and your commitment is important which is why your why for doing it, your mission as well, like on how you can help people, which is the third step, they, all these will ultimately get your business growing successfully to the other side. It will make it sustainable. I will tell you early on that if it's only about the money for you, it will not last. If you don't have true passion for your business, or a mission that you actually believe in, everyone can sense it. Your customers, your team, everyone. And you won't be happy about it as well. What's the purpose of doing it if it's not making you happy? Or if it's not making you fulfilled, right? So do it with passion and purpose. So now that you finally decided to start Wait Just Yet, I have a few valuable advices just for you. Looking back, I would really appreciate if someone told me this <laughs> before. So that's why I'm telling you all these now because I would want you to save, you know, to save months and save years even. So all of these are based on experience, of course. The first advice is to stop overthinking. <laughs> Just stop overthinking. Just do it and jump in. If I knew this before, it would have saved me months or even years. <laughs> because there's really no better way to start than just really diving in headfirst. You will never be ready. And in the beginning, you will never have like an exact plan mapped out. You will not be able to see the whole staircase, right? Just take that first step and just grow along the way. The benefit of starting a business around a passion is that you will know why you're doing it. So there's always that constant, like a compass for you. And you can also easily overcome any barriers that come along the way. Because it's that deep-rooted drive, which you have, and enthusiasm that will really keep you motivated and going and growing and being engaged with whatever it is that you're selling or whatever business you are in. So if you're still a tad bit unsure or there's still something in your head that's stopping you, I have an episode just for you and that is on analysis paralysis. Just go check on that. I will also again link on that particular episode below so you can check on that. My second advice is to do this as a side hustle or a side lunch at first especially if you are the breadwinner or you are the one solely providing for your family because more often than not it's going to be beneficial for you to keep your day job first or your main source of income when you do first start out because in any new endeavors, it's going to be uncertain and it's going to be slow as well. You don't want to put everything on the line. And remember that you have bills to pay. You have a family to feed. You have needs to fulfill. So start by building confidence at first. Now it's building knowledge, building experience before you give up altogether for your day job for example if you don't if you no longer want that that will be the ultimate goal but when you do first start out just do this as a side hustle at first and so the th my third advice is treat it like a business yes i've i said that do it as a side hustle first right 
but it doesn't mean that you're just going to, going to put it at the back of your mind and say, oh, it's just going to be my passion project. It's just my side hustle anyway. It's not going to give me income. No, of course, treat it still like a business. Like you really have to have a weekly schedule and your weekly goals. So treat it like a business. And even if it's really still small, if you want to make this as your main source of income or your or your means of living later on, if you want to make your passion as a means of living later on, you really have to treat, treat it as a business early on, right from the very start. All right, so really set hours or working hours for that, even if it's during the nighttime, after your kids are asleep, after you finish with your day job, after you finish with your main source of income, your work, for example, your clients, for example, after you finish with that, and then a lot, for me, a lot, two hours per day, or if you can, three hours per day, or five hours per day, if you can, no, but still, this is very important. Please treat it like a business right from the very start. Set working schedules, set weekly goals. My fourth advice is start small, but be always open to improve and to grow and be very eager to learn more. I'm all for continuous learning. Your best investment in any endeavor that you will go in later on is really yourself, is especially on, on your knowledge on your skills, growing yourself, improving yourself. Because the very heart of your business is yourself. Along with the building of your business, the growth of your business is also your growth. And that's really one of, that's actually one of the best things I love about entrepreneurship, about mompreneuring, about business. It's that continuous learning. There's always something new to learn and it's always exciting. You, you always keep on growing yourself. <laughs> okay, so there, that's my fourth advice for you. Now, my fifth advice is to get support. Surround yourself with people who are in the same mindset as you, who are in that growth mindset, and who also share your vision. I know it's going to be hard when you first present your idea and not one of your friends or even your family members will believe you. Most likely, it's going to happen. But don't turn your backs on them. They have reasons for that. That maybe they're not ready yet. No, maybe they're just so accustomed to you being a non-business person, and that here comes you are now. You're so no, I want to start a business and everything. And if your family members, your husbands or your loved ones are not very supportive of you at first, that's okay. Still continue on and find those people who have the same mindset as you, who are in this in that same boat as you. And I would just like to plug my mompreneur tribe because that's really the reason why we have the tribe. We also have the community, the mompreneurs made fulfilled community. You can also find some other communities in Facebook about mompreneuring, about entrepreneurship, about Christian entrepreneurs, and so on. Find those people because you will learn a lot from them and you will get the support that you need no support that you need when when at first your family members or your loved ones won't support you at first but you know it doesn't mean that they don't love you okay they it doesn't even mean that your husband if your husband doesn't support your decision to start a business that they don't love you they do they just have some reasons at first and again i do have an episode on that do catch that if you want to hear more about that it's on, I'll be again linking the link for that particular episode. And lastly, and the most important of all, and I usually place this in the last, so that it will be the last thing that you will remember. 
if there's one thing that you will remember out of this 30-minute episode of mine, I hope it would be this. Because it really is the most important out of everything that I've said here. And that is to make God the center of it all. Ask God for guidance. Ask God where to lead you. Because each of us has a purpose. God gave us passion. God gave us our talents and our gifts for a purpose. So ask God where to lead you, how to use those gifts of yours, those passion of yours, how to use that in order for you to advance his kingdom. And how do you do that? Pray. Read the Bible. Pray some more. God will give you the people who will lead you along the way. I'm telling you, if it's coming from our good God, it will really fulfill you, mamas. And yes, this is my last advice and the most important out of all the advices I have given you. So there, I'd just like to recap. The four steps process is number one, find out your interests, your curiosities, hobbies, and passions. And the, the second step is what are the skills that you're good at? The third one is from your passions, interests, and skills, how can you actually solve one person's problem? And the fourth step and the last step, how can you actually make it into an online or a home-based business? And my advice is, as well is the first one is jump in. Just really jump in, Palmas. Stop overthinking. The second one is do this as a side hustle at first. My third advice is treat it like a business as well. Fourth one is start small, but be always open for growth. And the fifth one is get support. Be part of a mompreneur tribe. And of course, the last, the most important of all, make God the center of all of this. All right. So those are my four-step process and those are my advices as well. There you go, mamas. This is actually only part one though, because in, in part two, I will actually be sharing a few ideas on the no capital needed business or the minimal capital needed business that's specifically designed for moms from your own hobbies as well. So do watch out for that episode. Mamas, if you find this helpful, do share it with your mom friends who might also need this too. And you might also find other episodes to be helpful for you. Just, I've mentioned some of them just a while ago. I'll attach those episodes for you below. Lastly, I'm sharing a link how to join the Mompreneurs Made Fulfilled community where I give out free trainings and also for you to network with other moms and mompreneurs. Really, it's really just, it's really a free resource for you. So I'm so excited to connect with you there, mamas. I hope to see you on the next one. Thank you so much for being here, Mama. And if this gave value to you or has touched you in some ways, please do go to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. You will be blessing me so much. Do also take a screenshot when you do that and tag me at MD in your Instagram story so I can share you in my story too. And perhaps this way, we will be blessing more moms like us. If you also want to be part of the Mompreneur tribe, do head on to Facebook and join the Mompreneurs Made Fulfilled community. I really, really hope to connect with you there. And as always, bring light and love with a fulfilled heart. Until the next one, Mama.